0: Hey everyone, I am super thrilled to be here with you today. So every industry has its own language. You know, every career that you're in, we talk about acronyms and we talk in lingo that no one ever understands. The only people that understand it are people in that actual field. So it really means nothing to you if you're not in that field. So in real estate, we have a lot, a lot of these words, and we tend to sometimes talk to our clients and customers in our lingo, and of course, they don't understand what we're saying. These are called buzzwords. Well, I call them buzzwords. And this week, we are going to dive into the buzzword involved in prospecting. So I'm Danielle Shepard. I host a Being Present in Real Estate podcast, and today or this week's topic is going to begin a series on real estate buzzwords. And what better way to start off the series than with prospecting? Because... Well, okay. Well, before we dive into that, I have to um, address a couple of questions that I received. Um, I actually got it from two different people. It was kind of weird uh, from listeners, and I appreciate you listening. Thank you so very much. Uh, but oddly enough, it's not even real estate related. So that was a little weird, but okay. I, I'll take questions. That means somebody's listening. I'm excited about it. Uh, so here it is. So from, for DW from Dallas, thank you for your question. Uh, the question was, why do you call yourself a host instead of a hostess? A hostess. You are clearly a chick. And he spelled it with a C-K, like C-H-I-C-K. Okay. Aside DW, aside from the fact that you called me a chick with a C I. C-H-I-C-K. I I will address the two things. Uh, Number one, I am, in fact, a chick. Yes, I am a girl, uh, but not a chicken chick. Uh, So, Uh, and two, I call myself a host because, um, I don't know, I haven't really thought about it. Um, Maybe because in my brain, when I say hostess, I think of cupcakes And like the Hostess Cupcakes, because those are really good. Um, Plug for Hostess Cupcakes. Uh, But um, DW, honestly, I don't know. I didn't really give it much thought. I didn't really think about it. And um, if it bothers you, uh, just pretend I'm saying Hostess when I say host. And um, keep on listening. But thanks for tuning in and thanks for the question. Anybody else has questions, please. Real estate or not related, bring them on. I, I enjoy them. Okay. But back to real estate buzzwords. So in my previous career of education, we had acronyms like you would not believe. Uh, and no one knew what they mean, meant. And half the time, educators didn't know what they meant because they changed constantly. Like we had TOSS with double A's. Uh, TAS, STAR, once again, with a double A. Um gate, IEP 504, Telpass, PLC, and the the list literally could go on for days. And real estate is literally no different. And we see it people ask me all the time. Uh we'll see it on things like DOM, CDOM cuz there's a difference. Uh CCIM, MRP, ABR, TREC, uh Regular people literally have no idea what we're talking about. Because if you think a regular person knows what an ABR is and what that stands for, they don't. So what happens when a regular person becomes a real estate agent? Well, we learn a whole lot of acronyms in class um, that we never use again, like the all those acronyms. Um, and stuff that you had to learn the abbreviations for from the 1950s about land rights and land acts and uh, all those kind of things that we don't use anymore. Or in class, we use, learn those acronyms like old car that was like obedience, loyalty, uh, disclosure, confidentiality, Accountability and uh R. I mean, well, anyway, I can never remember the R part. So if you know R, message me. I'm thinking I'm re- I need to know that part. But oh, and I'll never remember, I mean, I'll never forget that uh, uh four people going down I-35, driving 60 miles an hour, you know, the 43560 4- 43, feet equal one acre. Um, now I, I have used this piece of knowledge a lot, so that was pretty good. So now, so anyway, you get the point that there's buzzwords in, in all of our careers that, that lingo that is specific to the field. So in real estate, the first question an agent has when they get out of school and they get with a brokerage and they start is now what? How do I get business? How do I get people to use me? And I know the answer that every agent has been told is, well, you have to prospect. What prospecting are you doing? Do you have your prospecting scheduled out? Do you know what your prospecting plan is? So now, um, every new agent has these thought bubbles going off in their head thought bubbles um okay i'm supposed to prospect i'm supposed to block out time i what am i supposed to be doing in this prospecting um am i stupid for not knowing what i'm supposed to be doing no you're not stupid but first of all as a new agent Those thoughts, those thought bubbles need to be said out loud to your broker or mentor or team lead or wherever, whoever at your brokerage is supposed to be training you. You need to tell them. If you are with a company that you don't feel comfortable asking questions and you don't feel comfortable asking for help or if you have if some if you will have to ask somebody for help and they say okay yeah i'll help you but you have to give me a percent of the commission for whatever help i give you for one that's ridiculous but you may want to look elsewhere okay now i'm not talking about the broker split thing because literally that's what you pay them for but i'm talking about like another agent I've heard about that, like an agent saying, um, yeah, I'll help you, but you're going to give me part of your commission. I'm like, what? Anyway, so here we go, um, prospecting. We're going to break down prospecting into simple terms, okay? So definition of prospecting. Prospecting is finding people to use you as an agent. That's all it is. All it means—it's going out, finding someone to use you as an agent. And there you have it. So, what it is is finding ways for people to use you to as an agent. Now, what are different ways to prospect, or what are different ways to find people to use you as your agent. But whatever way you use, we always have to be ourselves. Some people prospect by cold calling. We talked about that last week. For me, I don't do this because, just like we said last week, I don't want anybody cold calling me. I'm not answering the phone. Like we talked about it, if you call me, Hi, this is So-and-so from XYZ Realty. Uh, Do you want to sell your house? Um, no, but thank you. Always be kind. With my agents, we outlined a prospecting system where you take 30 minutes every day to block time, which means you schedule time in your day that you don't do anything else. But find time, like the, you, you block off that time that you are purposely talking to people or finding time to get someone to use you as a realtor. Now, each day has a different focus. For example, Monday of every week is reaching out to family, friends, acquaintances. That's your sphere of influence. Y'all have heard that in your classes because it says your sphere of influence. They call it the SOI. And a lot of times people don't understand what the SOI is. It's your sphere of influence. We check in with them. You are thinking about them, but you have to be genuine, okay? And work in real estate into the conversation somehow. Now, this is not calling people and saying, hey, uh, you want to buy a house? Mm -hmm. Because they'll still be like, um, no, I haven't heard from you in 30 years from our high school class reunion. Uh, but thanks for asking. So for example, so the other day I sent a text message, text message to my friend Kat. And I just said, Hey friend, um, you just crossed my mind because I was in your neighborhood uh, showing a house to a new client, and I passed by your house, and I waved, and I just want to say, "Hey, I hope you're doing well. Let's catch up soon." Yeah. Several things happen in this prospective message. One, I am very genuine about it. She just call me, and I hope we do get to catch up soon, because she is my friend. And you know, sometimes we don't talk to our friends as often as we need to, and that's okay. We need to talk to them a little bit more often. But several things happened in this message that I just sent. One, I said hi to a friend, which is always a good thing. Two, I made her feel special because I was thinking about her. You know, who doesn't want to be thought about? And who doesn't want to receive a random message saying, hey, I just thought about you today. Because it's to be thought about. Three, I mentioned what I do without mentioning what I do. I meant without mentioning real estate, really. I mean, I mentioned, hey, I'm out showing houses, but I didn't really say, hey, come buy a house for me. Um, and then number four, I left the door open for her to message me back and keep a conversation going. Now, is that conversation when she messages me back going to be, hey, now are you ready to buy a house? No, it's just going to be talking to her like she's my friend. But of course, in the natural progression of friendship, people are going to say, hey, what do you do? You know, what are you up to? And then you can work that into a conversation. Naturally. You know, we talked about the class reunion thing. This is one of the things when you go to your high school class reunion, if you go, the same question comes up every time you talk to someone. Oh my gosh, how are you? Are you married? Do you have kids? What do you do now? And then you literally go to the next person. Oh my gosh, how are you? Are you married? What are you doing now? You know, uh, literally every person, every five years. Kind of like uh, burnout. My, uh, my anyway, I digress. Y'all know I digress sometimes. So people, especially friends and family, <laughs> tend to forget what we do because they don't really see us in that capacity. They see us as their friend and they see us as their family member. They don't really see us as realtor Danielle or broker Danielle or person Danielle who sells real estate. They don't really they don't really remember that part about us. When I taught school, they said that. You had to introduce or teach a concept the number of years someone was alive before they committed it to mastery memory. Wow, well, I'm fifty. well, okay, fifty one. still struggling with that number. And I don't have time for all that. So I stick to my middle school rule. Of 13, because most of my middle schoolers were around, you know, 11 to 13. So you have to engage people 13 times with real estate before they purposefully remember you're a realtor and that you're in real estate. So remember, prospecting is all about finding people to use you as their realtor. So, remember last week we talked about the concept of talking to people? Well, guess what? You still have to talk to people, like random people. And so, talking to these random people is what I call people of influence. So, this is another day in my agency's um, prospecting plan. It's another day that we do during the week. And people of influence are people that you see in your daily life, people that you run into in your daily life that have the fortitude to influence others to use you. Or they could use you themselves as well. But people of influence are people that aren't really your friends, um, but people you interact with. So think about things that you do. On a daily or a weekly basis or sometimes a monthly basis, people you interact with, like going to the grocery store and there's the grocery clerk. Or when if you go to a specialty meeting, okay, get your hair, nails, lashes done. Yeah, they're a captive audience at that point for however long. Um, going to the library, getting your oil changed in the car. Um Dry cleaner, having club meetings, like if you belong to any clubs around town. Um, all of these are places that you go on a weekly, monthly, daily basis where you can strike up a conversation about real estate. Once again, it's not saying, hi, I'm a realtor. Um, want to buy a house? It's striking up a conversation about real estate. And what more hot topic is there right now than real estate, other than um, taxes and inflation? And, well, anyway, you get my point. So, once you start the conversation, it's easy to work into the conversation that you work in the field of real estate. For example, um, so the teller at the bank the other day, asks you, okay, the teller of the bank asks you, how are you today? And you reply, I'm great. You know, I've got my clients under contract on their dream home. It's It's been a great day. So what did you just do in that interaction? You let her know subconsciously that you're in real estate. Because she's going to respond with, oh my gosh, that's great. You know, and It's going to start a little interaction. She may say, I just bought my first house. Or she may say, I've been looking to buy a house. And it's going to, it's a conversation starter. Or, you know, sometimes us realtors need to have a little relaxation time. And uh, we may go have a drink. And so... When it's, when it's that time and we, we head to the, uh, restaurant that has a bar (laughs) and the waiter comes over and asks, um, what can I get you? And I don't know why he sounds like that, but okay. So what can I get you? Well, you can say, woo, it's been a long day showing houses. I could sure use a winerita or a beer or a lemonade. I don't know, whatever you want to drink. Um. Once again, you started that conversation, and it can—it's a conversation starter. Now, will it always work? No. Will sometimes they want to engage? Yes. Will sometimes they be like, "Oh, great, keep on moving." Yes, but sometimes it works, and the times that it works, it's great. Sometimes it works so well that they'll be like, hey, do you have a card? I really want to, you know, continue this conversation. Absolutely. And then try to capture their information as well. Bam, you got a new lead. Okay. So there are a lot of ways to phrase prospecting terms to let people know what you do without shouting from the rooftops, I'm a realtor. So, practice your prospecting, block time. That means dedicate time during your day to this. Schedule it out. Say, I'm going to dedicate 30 minutes a day to focusing on finding new clients. Okay, I literally could talk about this subject (laughs) for hours because I only covered two days of what we do for prospecting in our agency or what we try to do. But you would fall asleep while driving, um, and then that wouldn't be good. And besides, I hope you will put these two types of prospecting into practice. Start with that. Sphere of influence, your family, friends, and acquaintances, and your people of influence. Think about who you run into, who you come into contact with daily and weekly. Plan it out. Know ahead of time who you're going to run into that week. So until next time, keep prospecting, finding new clients. Next week, we're going to continue this series of real estate buzzwords. And coming up later in the month, in the month of March, um, we'll be having a guest where we are going to talk about pet peeves in real estate. Now, that should be fun. It's going to be a fun topic, actually, um, because, you know, peeves are always a funny topic. So, like, subscribe, and tune in. You know, we're on all of the major podcast places, including YouTube, but iHeartRadio, Amazon, all of those. So, Spotify. That's my phone. Thank you for helping being present in real estate grow. So be kind, be present, and have a great week. You guys take care.